Welcome to episode 8 of the Blokebusters podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Paul. And today is December 12th, 2012. 12, 12, 12. Oh, yes. And today we will be discussing Lincoln. Yes, Lincoln. This is directed by Steven Spielberg, released through DreamWorks, through their Touchstone company, unless you're in the UK, in which case 20th Century Fox is bringing this to you. And it is very briefly about pretty much the last four months or so of Abraham Lincoln's life, dealing primarily with the passing of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, (laughs) and most of the trials that he had to face, getting it to the House, getting it through, and and a couple Mm, of other little things. personal trials. (laughs) You know, set on the backdrop of his family life, so-called family life. What he was allowed to have, pretty much. (laughs) But we'll get to that. We will get there in due time. Well, the opening of this film, you see a couple of soldiers, a couple of black soldiers, talking to Mm -hmm. a figure. You're not sure who it is. Well, you know. I thought we were watching Glory when it began. And I'm like, oh, hey, I love Glory. I'm happy to sit there and watch Glory. But They're very much just talking about how the war has been going so Mm -hmm. far. And you hear this person ask, so... What's your name? Where are you from? Like, what have mm-hmm. you been doing? Yeah. See, at this point, it's a, uh, it's a reverse camera angle. She's like, yeah. we, we see the back of his head. Yeah. yeah. And you see a very shad- <laughs> sort of very shadowy back of the head. Yeah. So you're not supposed to know who it is. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> yeah. But... Again, anyone that is coming into this film knows <laughs> that exactly That has sat in this film wants to, yeah, should <laughs> hopefully have a, a bit of a break between their ears. And it's just a very, pretty much open and honest conversation. And not trying to jump here too quick, but... But you see it again in the film later, this style of talking, which happens in real life, where someone is talking and then someone else starts talking and either overtakes the person or the two people mm-hmm. are talking in tandem. And I, I, I did like that. Like They had yeah, the it's... one guy starting to talk and then this other guy mm-hmm. is just, just throwing his own agenda in and you see... You do see the one, the first guy reacts sort of like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm trying to talk here. But then, of course, the camera does turn around and you see that it is Abraham Lincoln sitting in a makeshift wooden tent. Something, whatever it is. <laughs> yes. Yes. Abraham Lincoln, played by Daniel Day-Lewis. A has-been if there ever has been. Uh, yeah, just... Terrible, terrible. Yeah, so happy he <laughs> retired, yeah. <laughs> and this is, I'm sure we'll talk about this more mm-hmm. as well, but this yeah. is Daniel Day-Lewis. This, this is Lincoln. Yeah, you're <laughs> seeing as close to anyone will ever see Lincoln on screen. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's Lincoln, as I'm sure everyone knows, is famous for owning the patent which gets boats over obstacles in water. Like He's the only president to have ever owned a patent (laughs) and the reason that he created this invention was because he got stuck twice twice (laughs) (laughs) twice he was on a boat that got stuck and decided I'm going to fix this (laughs) apparently it's a little thing that dangled over both sides it inflates and it gets you up and over the (laughs) I was not aware of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and neither were, I'm pretty world. sure, everyone yes. listening to this. But now you know. Yeah, man, this yeah. is half the battle. <laughs> Lincoln, a real American hero. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> and the train has derailed already. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Abraham Lincoln, of course, generally ranked in the top three, if not number one spot of mm. greatest American presidents. <laughs> 
for those of you who don't know, and I didn't actually know, the other two are normally Franklin D. Roosevelt and George Washington. So John F. Key is probably going to be pretty up yeah, to John F. Kennedy, but uh, yeah. And I, I know that generally in the assembled masses, people, when they're putting them in there, like scientific, not scientific, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the people that normally are printing out lists of this stuff is normally Lincoln, George Washington, mm-hmm. Franklin Lee Roosevelt. In that roughly that order, <laughs> maybe different. And I would, say, I would say he's my personal favorite, even yeah. though he is. I guess I would, you know, identify mostly with the Democratic Party, but Republican yeah. there. Yeah. Although, well, that, you know, parties were very different yeah. at that time. I, I was <laughs> but, actually uh, going to say, I, yeah. I don't know the a Democratic lot about... Democratic style, you know, yeah. Southerners a lot, yeah. you know. I don't know a lot yeah. about the history of politics yeah. in America, but... The given country what, dynamic has changed. Yeah, yeah given yeah, Democrats vastly. and Republicans now... yeah. I would not have said a Republican. <laughs> I would probably get along much better with Republicans in 1860 than, yeah. But, uh, but anyway. But this is not, a, this yeah. is not NPR. Oh, no. <laughs> On with the movie. Yeah. Well, the, the only other fact I will say, the very first presidential assassination. I, I will say successful. Successful. On the off chance yeah. that there were some before that just weren't mm. successful. I know that there was someone, possibly a president, who was shot in the middle of a speech mm. and finished the speech before getting any aid. We had... Uh, uh, what was it? Harrison, I believe that took Gill in office. I forget. That was in early 1800s, yeah. I believe. I don't know. Yeah, we can not, edit this out but, if I'm yeah. entirely wrong. I'm, I'm, yeah, not, not necessarily but the first not, death. The, no, no, but, no, but definitely, definitely the first intentional. Yeah. <laughs> the first successful assassination of a president. Yes. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought the boat just sank at the end of this film, but I, yeah. once again, wrong movie. Yes, just... <laughs> Uh, those darn historical dramas. We covered it in Apollo 13, but oh. yeah, I love them. <laughs> so yes, as we were saying, so Daniel Day-Lewis as Lincoln, again, you know, fantastic portrayal of Lincoln. This Lincoln, you see very much when he's talking to people, wanting to get a point across, he will go into the story mode, as it were. And I liked it. I wasn't I wasn't aware going in that Lincoln was sort of a fan of the storytelling to get a point oh, across. Yeah. yeah. And... Right very nice sort of surprise that some of the film is taken up by just having Lincoln sit down with some people and tell a nice story you know, sometimes <laughs> tell a very funny story and again later in the film you see that happen and someone walks off just like I'm not listening to this not another story no no <laughs> Yeah, I uh, thankfully had an excellent government teacher in high school, and we also blessed enough to have the Civil War class, and he always regaled us with Lincoln stories, and actually would dress up as Lincoln once a year. Oh, nice. And <laughs> I have to say it, uh, Mr. Sell, you are now my second favorite portrayal of Lincoln. <laughs> I'm sorry, you had to take a hit by Daniel Day-Lewis, but if you're going to get beaten by someone, it might as well be, uh, well be by Daniel Day-Lewis. Day-Lewis. <laughs> yeah, we always heard quite a lot of anecdotes he'd tell us about and inspired me to buy a quote book. I mean, he's known for hundreds of quotes. Uh, right. Perhaps you can correct me. I believe it's a comedian we both enjoy, John Mulaney. It might have been him that said that he went to the hotel and the the <laughs> quotes around every day was like a Lincoln quote or something. And that there was something, the one day it was like, whatever you are, be a good one. It's like, how could you attribute that to Lincoln? It's like, Hi. By Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's known for more profound things as well. well. I can't say I've heard that if it's John Mulaney, but it could be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, correct me on Twitter. I'm sure. I uh, know. I get all those people confused. But uh, definitely a very phil- philosophical, insightful man. Always ready to just bring humor to a heavy situation. 
while yeah. still not lightening it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, just being able to convey a me- the message very quickly, where he's coming from, in a, in a quick story. Uh, maybe not too quick. <laughs> but, you know, it's a fascinating way of communicating. Yeah. It was well known for it, I should say. But uh. well, the I would say probably the best example of what you were talking about. You know, we mentioned it mm-hmm. before we started recording, mm-hmm. where they're waiting for news from attack on a port. I, I believe a port and a city. They're trying to take the last. Trying, yeah, trying to break the will, the last will of the Confederacy. And while they're waiting for it, Abraham Lincoln comes along. And it, again, this is the point where the guy, he starts to talk and the guy is saying like, no, I'm not listening to another story. You're not doing this to me. I'm off. And he tells the story of... Completely unaffected by that, by yeah, the way, which good. I love. It's just like, yeah. okay, he doesn't want to hear it. Oh, I'm keeping, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, right? <laughs> very much the same, same as me. If there's something you got to say, it's going to be said. No matter who listens to it, <laughs> I will yeah. finish the story. Very even keel. Yeah. No, uh, sorry, continue. That's right. He sits down and tells the story of a lord who is visited by an American of some sort. I cannot remember the exact name of the fellow in question. And the lord is saying, oh, you must go to the privy. You absolutely had to. So the guy goes in and notes a portrait of George Washington in there. Doesn't think too much of it sits down does the necessary and leaves and then doesn't say anything to the lord all evening and then at the very end the lord says yeah i, I had to know did you notice the george you washington didn't mention anything in yeah. the privy? and he said yes i did and i said then yeah what, what do you think of it it's like i think it's absolutely fine <laughs> it's like what you know the portrait of george washington found the country <laughs> in the privy is that not unless they played for it is that not yeah, incorrect. Yeah. And I says, no, sir. Nothing will make an Englishman shit quicker than the sight of George Washington. <laughs> I think it's quite appropriate, the place bit there, yeah. And, of course, everyone laughs. And then he goes on with, like, and what I'm trying to say. And, again, the mood comes down because they all know they're waiting for this mm-hmm. news of you know, so many casualties on yeah. either side. And, of course, they take the port, but they don't take the city, or yeah. if, I, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's uh, multiple history books that can tell me exactly what happened all throughout this war. So I'm, I'm not going to try and remember to... <laughs> we were going to try to have a running time a little under the time of the film. <laughs> As you said, brought the mood back down, yeah, and uh, kind of ease everyone's tensions yeah. a bit, you know? Yeah, And I, I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, and it's not a one-trick thing. You see him throughout mm-hmm. the film, like, with different people giving some of these anecdotes or just general analogies and metaphors yeah. and he's he's just very deliberate about it and he just seemed seemed to be his way of telling stuff and as you say it it was his way of telling stuff and so i i enjoyed seeing this lincoln because it's very true to life and yeah. just because i i would have loved to have met the guy i mean, must mm-hmm. must have been a fantastic guy to just be around it's just yeah uh, you get the feeling if you would meet him you meet those few people in your life where you're just kind of captivated by that you you know there's something special about him maybe you can't put a finger on it but you're gonna listen to every word they say yeah and you're just happy to be around him you know just that's golden you know you know you're in a good place (laughs) and uh Fried gold, so to speak, yeah. to be oh, around yes. those kind of people. How's that for a slice of fried gold? <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I would have to imagine he was one of those people. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure, as we see in the film as well, there's people that 
don't want to be around the guy. But no, obviously, uh, <laughs> given his end, yeah, he had. There was another side to the coin. But yeah, we'll touch on that a later. <laughs> yeah, but I I did enjoy. I wanted to discuss quickly the uh, as much as a movie can be exciting when it's about passing an amendment. <laughs> yeah, I I did enjoy those scenes, but what really played well for me were those quiet emotional scenes or maybe just not so emotional but just quiet slow scenes with his children or his youngest child or his wife or you just really get to see how the world was weighing on his shoulders and how he was just not really letting his family deal with that and just you know that's his job and like i think it's in the opening 10 minutes of the film i said to myself i love this movie because it's when he sees his son sleeping with with the old pictures, the old pictures, and he just old man Lincoln, you know, just lays Basically. down on the hardwood and just lays with his son and just strokes his hair. And I'm like, eh, I like this movie. <laughs> like, but I think I'm in right now. Well, one thing I liked about that scene as well, like at the end, his son is mm-hmm. kind of waking up yeah. and says that he wants to see. I can't remember the name, but mm-hmm. I'm a, I can only guess it was the name of one of his dead sons mm-hmm. or maybe oh, well, a friend uh, or something yeah. might might have been george mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that and lincoln has to say like i'm sorry we can't see him he's been gone for some time now yeah you know he's not saying he's dead <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but he's not coddling mm-hmm. the boy he's just trying to put him put it down as gently as he can yeah. and mm-hmm. i i will say short of so Kevin Smith writing in this film very much how people talk I found very true mm-hmm. to life of how conversations go and how people do again talk over each other yeah and like how an argument really <laughs> works you know there's no like when he and his wife are arguing and you know about not dealing with his son's grief yeah, yeah or the, or the, the yeah. grief of his son passing I should say you know I love that scene that's imagine you know obviously this is a somewhat work of fiction but I imagine that could very well well have taken place oh, i wouldn't have so. no trouble even if it wasn't those two people themselves but yeah. somewhere sometime that conversation has happened you uh, know well, pretty yeah. much word for word i bet <laughs> well yeah. yeah and that scene this is jumping ahead to about the middle of the film or yeah. something, but that that scene is fantastic where you see mrs lincoln has in private pretty much lets down all her barriers and is just this somewhat mm-hmm. scared woman who is who cannot deal with the grief of this guy and is utterly shocked by the fact that her husband seems to be absolutely fine with it yeah. and seems not to be dealing with it whatsoever <laughs> or has dealt with it so yeah. quickly and she's kind of on the warpath <laughs> going on at him and on at him about how he's not feeling about it and then you you do see lincoln actually snap sort of <laughs> yeah. to, to finally be pushed a bit too far yeah. And you see that there is so much that he is not saying. Yeah. That, that is affecting him. And mm-hmm. again, you know, this is turning into Danny Day Lewis Love Fest, but yeah. just that portrayal of the man who has so much on his mm-hmm. on his head and he just lets some of it out in that scene. Yeah. Where yeah, I think she says, like, How can you be so cold and heartless? How can you not be thinking about him all the time and he says i am <laughs> yeah <laughs> just because i'm not saying it or showing it yeah it's killing me it's you know yeah, it's, yeah every, every day i just can't not think <laughs> about it and you know something like who are you to tell me how to grieve like this <laughs> yeah one of my favorite scenes and jumping way ahead just to shed a little light on that towards yeah. the end of the film is that you know he tells his wife i think we've been miserable long enough yeah. you know like really 
for people, you know, when you think of Lincoln, uh, you think, you know, oh, wise and freed the slaves and, you know, and was a great president, but had a very rough life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, son died, another son died, um, yeah. at, you know. Ten, did, I believe. After, yeah. Well, did, did he have three or four sons? I don't want to answer because I'm going to screw it up. (laughs) I I didn't get my Lincoln history in, but uh, I think it was three. Yeah, uh, I I saw that it was... And mm-hmm. it, it would have been... I'm the, like, I believe, what, one maybe lived to adulthood? <laughs> uh, yeah, the, yeah. You, you, saw, yeah. you saw his oldest son. Robert, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he, he lived, and mm-hmm. another random piece of trivia, mm-hmm. I believe the last direct descendant of Lincoln died about ten years ago. Yeah. Something like that. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it was only him that went on and had more children. Yeah. And the young boy that we see, he actually died at the age of 18. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's, yeah. yeah, the Lincoln family is not. No. not. A superstitious person might say cursed, but yeah. uh, I mean, for as many great things as he did, he yeah. did not get much in return yeah, yeah. <laughs> himself. Yeah, well, but, there, there are some people that are just like that. No matter mm-hmm. what happens in their lives, they mm-hmm. they soldier on, and that that was Lincoln. But definitely. yeah, but yeah, <laughs> definitely should. I mean, but that. This film's a wonderful little imi- or glimpse into that life. It's in not all sunshine and, hey, the fl- slaves are free, and I'm yeah. Abraham Lincoln. You're welcome. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. Hey, let's okay. go see a Broadway show. <laughs> the end. And I did love, I don't know whose decision it was. I'm sure it was a collaboration with Spielberg, possibly the writers, and Daniel Day-Lewis. But oh, the okay. voice, because when you... You know, the typical thing, I don't know if you're aware of this, is that everyone thinks Lincoln had this big, booming voice because of how tall he was. Yeah. But all accounts, all historical accounts, is he had a very weak and timid voice, very high in the register. Yeah. And that is exactly how Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis' voice comes out, and it's wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, very good. There's only a couple of points where he's really going deep-ish. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's four scores. You know, that's, no. It was... Uh, you know, yeah, very shy well, and weird. Well, I would say, you know, going into, say, to quote from an excellent body of work there, Bill and Ted Eklund Adventure, which was, I think, my first ever experience of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, And if you want to go for source material, that's yeah. where to start. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, what, nine? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I can't yeah. fault you. Right. Gr- growing up in England, we didn't get much Lincoln history <laughs> taught. All it, it, right. was, it was more the world wars and stuff for All us. Right. Fair enough. But the Abraham Lincoln that he is very much sort of, you know, I'm Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. know, and... Yes, and then of course I think I've seen the odd bit here and there where it's just someone pretending to be Lincoln, and yeah, as yeah. you say, and always with the top see... hat, which he hardly ever wore, uh, yeah. reportedly. And, I was yeah. going to say, I think yeah. he only wears it what twice in the film, and <laughs> yeah. it's only at I, like I think once at a, yeah. at a speech, and possibly. Does he wear it at the incredibly formal function that they have? <laughs> That's about uh, it. <laughs> real quick on that one speech. I forget what it was for, but it was like two sentences. That's my speech. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and like kind of what said is, you know, at least in my head, they all can't be winners. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like known for being a great order. Well, that, that scene I, I love because it, it almost shows him as speech. being incredibly not that great a public speaker just because he gets out his notes it's like yeah, they couldn't like, remember two sentences yeah the band's going and they're like and now like President Lincoln and then just kind of gets up takes the speech out of his hat looks around opens up the paper puts his glasses on and it's like 
And now we have <laughs> and it's someone still flag, blah, yes. blah. yeah this flag <laughs> flying free will represent the, and and Addy closes up he he says yeah that's my speech <laughs> <laughs> and it and then there's a ripple of laughter in the crowd and and you realise like that's probably what it was like <laughs> yeah un, unless he was giving the incredibly important speeches and the sizzle was he had the Gettysburg address you know which yeah. also very short but yeah. powerful. And I believe quoted pretty much. Oh, for, uh, it's it's word for word the in the beginning of the film. Yeah, I love that. But uh, yeah. where were we? I'm sorry, I cut you off on uh, no, saying something. No, I, I, was just, I was just saying with that point. Just I, I liked how yeah he clearly if he I'm sure if it's only the really big speeches that he put all the effort into, mm-hmm. and the rest are just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well, here's the speech I have to give. I'm sure this was written for me by one of my aides. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that's it. Moving on. We're going on. Right, very much uh, to to the point yeah. guy. So if we move aside from Lincoln a little bit oh, for now. If, I, if we must, okay. <laughs> Just for now. <laughs> uh, some of the other people, lovely. Mrs. Lincoln played by... Forrest Gump's mama, <laughs> Sally Field. <laughs> And Which uh, reportedly had to fight for this role. I did discover yeah. that well, she was not their first choice, from what I understand. And do, do you know who the first I choice do was? not know, but I know she pretty much campaigned to be in this film, and well, I... obviously won out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, I. I wasn't sure about her. I'm like, oh, I, I, when I think Mary Todd, I don't really think Sally Field, but <laughs> I will say that she held her own. I th- I mean, uh, yeah. when you're up against the level of performer, sorry, Love Fest, <laughs> that, that Daniel Day-Lewis, you're happy to just hold your own. <laughs> sorry, Cameron Diaz, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Leo, yes. Cameron, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there are some people you just don't want to go up against. But, you know. Mr. Day-Lewis, I believe, is one of those. It, it's got to be, you know, uh, got to be a pretty damn good performance. So I'm willing to look away from Cameron Diaz and watch Bill the Butcher. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but enough said on that film. Which I did love, by the way, just, you know. Yeah, I, you know, going into that briefly then, uh, <laughs> I found it, I think, maybe I wasn't as into the story like mm-hmm. I thought it maybe a little bit too long yeah. and Leonardo DiCaprio enjoyed like I, I tend to mm-hmm. enjoy Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. in his roles he tends to be fairly good and, it, it was a very long movie for yeah. a vengeance movie is what you know that's yeah. what it is it's a vengeance <laughs> film I will avenge the death of my father I will avenge it <laughs> eventually eventually <laughs> after you insert disc two <laughs> <laughs> Which I do remember, the first DVD I bought was two DVDs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love seeing that. Like, <laughs> what? Two? Yeah, you know you can fit all of that on one film, one disc. Ah, marketing. Now on two discs. Yes. A bonus third disc with three minutes of bloopers. Oh, yes. Yeah, because yeah, most of the bloopers are on the second disc, because they only need to put the last half out. Beast of the Day, you remember the two cassettes, or the two VHSs that were yeah. in these huge bundles oh, yeah. uh, I think my mom had like Dances with Wolves or something that was in two you know oh. and uh, you had to rewind both of them yeah. oh my gosh well, I, it was awful I, I used to have a, a, a TV series that was entirely on tape and it was three tapes <laughs> <laughs> it was only I think 12 episodes but it was three tapes worth of episodes oh yeah oh my gosh the real estate those things <laughs> took up <laughs> But anyway, I think there we were is. talking about Lincoln here at some point, we or were. Uh, his supporting 
podcast. Yeah, well, uh, we were, but I will jump back to Lincoln for a sec. Uh, as I asked you before, did you know who was originally down for Lincoln? You said no. <laughs> uh, let me guess one more here. Okay. Uh, the original guest was Tom Hanks, <laughs> which which I can see. And yes, the Spielberg connection there. there the Spielberg go. connection. Okay, I will say... Oh, I don't have anything humorous. I, I thought I was going to have uh, a zinger there. Mm, go ahead and fill me in, sir. All right. The original casted Lincoln, who was down for five years. Sean Penn. No, not Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> he can do anything. Tim Robbins. <laughs> no, not Tim Robbins. Although, okay. I, I, that could have worked. Oh. Tim Robbins is Lincoln. That could have <laughs> Now I'm just going to go off. Okay. All right. Anyone in the cast of Apollo 13? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I, I'll, I'll let you guess then. He's in the cast of The Grey. The Grey. Yeah? The Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wouldn't that be cool? The Wolf is Lincoln. Uh, Liam Neeson. Here's, of course, Liam Neeson. Yes. Oh, you could not have Liam Neeson play Lincoln, an American hero. <laughs> well, Spielberg well, had him down for five years yeah. as playing Lincoln, okay. and then he had to bow out in 2010. Okay. And then Only like, if his son had been kidnapped. If Lincoln's son had been kidnapped, <laughs> then you get Liam Neeson to play it. <laughs> yeah, Liam Neeson, and the only way you can get him back is to pass now listen son they're going to take you (laughs) that sounded a little more like clinton but i don't know (laughs) i did not have sexual relations with that going to take you and uh sell you into real slavery (laughs) okay uh, my apologies (laughs) i'm just saying someone out there write it okay it's going to be on netflix streaming in three months yes taken three the battle for Lincoln's son. <laughs> oh God! Hey, if they can make Lincoln versus zombies or whatever they had on uh, there, I'm yeah, sure they can. Abraham make that. Lincoln vampire hunter. Yeah. Well, they, they had the knockoff. I think versus. Oh zombies. yes, there was yes. a zombies one. That's what the one I was referring to. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I kind of want to see that just to see how much they probably ruined that one. Oh, I'm sure. But, but where were we at last? Uh, so for the ba- fifth back time. on to supporting cast. Supporting. So Sally Field, yes, yay, nay. Yeah, yeah, yay. I would say very good. I, I loved, I, I did, she won me over, like, you know, obviously I'm sure she was supposed to in the scene, but the scene where she is talking to Tommy Lee Jones' character, whose name escapes me for the moment, Thaddeus, uh, Thaddeus Stevens. Thaddeus Stevens, that's it. Yes. And is basically going on and on about, oh, I am sorry that you didn't win the last election. And mm. and then, of course, there was the one bit where you know, her son comes in and is like, you know, mother, you're creating a bottleneck just for the amount of time. I lost off my head, I just thought, did they have that word back then? <laughs> oh no, a bottleneck at the door. <laughs> I, sure, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it was a, oh, you're creating a disturbance, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're creating a hubbub. A rubber rubber rubber. Out of that guy. I have said pl- plenty of that later. <laughs> I would have loved to hear Lincoln say that. Uh, <laughs> or or any even, of them. even the speaker or... of the, oh, yeah. <laughs> the really the good-looking younger. Off. Yeah, I can see him saying that. But uh, so yeah, Sally yeah, Field, yes, definitely good. that that scene won her over for me. And like, and then again the scene where she's harassing Lincoln for not and showing. When she goes into loss. William's room, there. Yeah. Dead son, yeah, and, and it's just and very he comes in there. Yeah, Lincoln bit, does very yeah. well done. By yeah, the and he yeah consoles her, you know those things. But uh, David Strathairn, I kind of wanted to cover. Okay. Um, not <laughs> many people may not know that name, but 
it's it's a face, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's you're like, ah, he's kind of in everything, but not in much <laughs> at the same time. Sure. Almost <laughs> and, uh, Kevin Bacon, as it was. He's in yeah, everything, um, but nothing you remember. <laughs> his first big role, as I can recall, was uh, Good Night and Good Luck, uh, right. where he played Edward R. Murrow. And he wasn't really a professional, I, don't, I, I think, wasn't really a professional actor at that time. Just right. had it kind of in his repertoire <laughs> did have a, and I just love seeing him in everything he's great and he plays his secretary of state uh, William Seward yeah fantastic yeah kind of yeah. you know the guy in Lincoln's ear yes or no you know you should do this you shouldn't do that obviously yeah. you know and uh, I, I, would, I wasn't sure maybe I didn't quite follow it as much at, at the beginning he seemed very much like so yeah Mr. President you shouldn't do this you should definitely not do this you should do this. and then around about the halfway point of the film it's almost like all of that's been forgotten, and he's like, "Right, well, we're doing this. We're doing this." Like, <laughs> at, at no point do you see an internal struggle within this man of like, "Well, this is happening now, so I must go this way." It's just like, "You shouldn't do this. You shouldn't do. This. You've done it. Right, we're doing this." <laughs> and, and I'm sure a a good person in that position, that's exactly what they would have done. Probably exactly what this guy yeah. actually did. But, uh, yeah, another... I mean, you're going to hear uh, a pattern here it could be because it is solid performance after solid performance yeah. in this film. <laughs> Even by... People that only have maybe one or two lines, they're filled by a, a great actor or someone yeah. you're probably going to recognize or think, ah... Uh, I gotta focus on the movie again because I'm gonna be trying to think where I know this person yeah. from. <laughs> I mean, it, this film almost yeah. certainly is a pretty much a love letter to Lincoln. I'm sure by some of the people. I mean, obviously it's about the passing of the Thirteenth Amendment, but yeah. so much care has clearly gone into the casting of this it, film. It, yeah, I, I would love to see the extras on the disc. You know about the casting process. I'm always interested in to see hear those who might have been, you know, like Liam Neeson yeah. and who almost was, and you know. But uh, maybe we should move on to a young upstart, <laughs> uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, maybe we've covered him once or twice <laughs> in this podcast. Yeah. Now that this guy, when you see the eldest son Robert, like I saw him. And I, I sort of got a hint of Heath Ledger, and I thought, no, oh no, it's clearly not Heath Ledger, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> wait, uh, wait. So, how good are our computers? <laughs> yeah, not, not yet, I think. And then yeah. I just started thinking, like, is that Orlando Bloom? Did they get Orlando Bloom to be Lincoln's son? <laughs> Did they get a fucking elf <laughs> <laughs> to play Lincoln's son? Nothing against Orlando Bloom no, in general. No, 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 no. Just, just sad. Charming individual, I'm sure. <laughs> and then he came, started coming closer into focus, and it's like, that's Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Again. Of course it is. <laughs> you should have slapped yourself because, of course, why wouldn't yeah. it be? I know. Um, yeah. And I, I was just thinking to myself uh, this over the weekend. Inception was on TV, and oh, that's, I missed it. Oh, and, I really uh, want to watch that. I mean, I have it on Blu-ray, but I never put it in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things. Oh, on TV. Oh, I can watch an hour of this. <laughs> and I don't know. You might. There might be one or two big roles before that. Maybe I think Brick. The the. High school noir was, yeah. uh, but but not a big huge hit. But that I think, correct me if I'm wrong, might have been what got the ball rolling for him. I don't know. There, I I'd, have to look in his filmography here. Yeah, I, I but, think uh, he, I think he had a whole bunch sort of around. Uh, I mean, with, with this summer. with this hit parade, yeah. Though, my, I mean, yeah. because it's just. I, I would say 500 Days of Summer, like it might not have been the biggest hit. Yeah, but that was, a, was it was great that. for indie status. Yeah. That's that was a hit, I think. Yeah, so that and, that probably helped. and Zoe, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> well, more gentlemen than ladies. Zoe, watch it. 
now. <laughs> Even though it's gonna gonna break your heart. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> well, not necessarily. <laughs> okay, I guess. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, enough yeah. of that. But anyway, yeah. yeah um, there we might cover that very briefly. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? And maybe an indie cast. Or oh, something. there we go. To be, <laughs> to be continued. To be determined. But yeah, obviously uh, gives another solid yeah. performance. Yeah, very much. I, and he really isn't in it that much. I was no, thinking about it. a few scenes. Probably, yeah. I don't know, maybe four or five big scenes. Yeah. I mean, he, it, he's, it, in, that, he's yeah. in scenes, but maybe doesn't have a lot to do. Yeah, well, that, that was the thing. Like, the, the scene where Mrs. Lincoln is chewing out one mm-hmm. of the guests... He's the one that comes over and says, you know, Mother, you're creating a scene. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he's there, and he's gone. Like, yeah, uh, I will you. say the mustache didn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, but I know they all had facial hair I, then. <laughs> I, I will say that was why Orlando Bloom's blew to mind. I like, that was a really bizarre mustache. <laughs> and just, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, do not try to pull that look off in real life, please. But, yeah, uh, I, Basically, how you own Looper, I'd say just go with that. You're probably fine. That works. Yeah. <laughs> It's almost the same as when you see Bruce Willis now mm-hmm. sporting the full mustache. It's like it's not quite right. No. Or Harrison Ford with the earring. While we're on these things, <laughs> I'm yeah. late. Like, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. Enough of that, Harrison Ford. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, Raiders was on over the weekend too. Real quick. Right. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah, JGL in there. Uh, I, I don't know if he's going to be in a movie that's going to make less than two hundred million dollars at the box office in the near future or not. Right. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'm probably just coming up with that yeah. number, but easily clearing a hundred. I think every probably. every uh, studio, big studio film he's in. And just going into who who was it that played the the three sort of vote buyers? Uh, they were led by James Spader. Yeah. Uh, who is just, if anyone is familiar with James Spader's work, is just, this role's perfect for him. <laughs> He's just, you know, fat, yeah. <laughs> frumpy guy, and yeah. just I, very does his own thing and yeah. says his own thing. And I think his character is responsible for my favorite moment in the film. Well, favorite comedic moment in the film, I will say, because there's another moment which was my sort of favorite moment. Spoiler, I'm guessing, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When he's trying, he's saying, like, you know, one of the people I tried to buy the votes from nearly killed me. And then you see him <laughs> trying to buy the vote. And as he's talking, the guy is just taking out his gun and starting to load it. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Stands up. And then the guy's about to fire. So he throws something at him. Well, he gets and, one shot off. Yeah, well, and then well, he, he, begins, he's about yeah. to fire. He throws something yeah. at him, which means he misfires. Uh-huh. So then the guy then starts it out. It you know, goes through the what minute long process of <laughs> the, reloading. The very gun. much that part of that felt a little contrived for me because yeah. that plays on the viewers knowing that's a joke of, of, of uh, in retrospect yeah. and how much that would take to reload. Well, you know, yeah. I, but, obviously, uh, I I knew that that was how yeah. guns were back yeah. then, yeah. and then just seeing. Him like he's about to run away and then realizes I can't leave the stuff behind. <laughs> so he's Runs picking everything back. up, like going, and the guy's getting closer and closer to finishing off the shot. And so he ends up just throwing some dust at the guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Runs off and escapes another shot. Yeah, just one of those little scenes that they didn't need to put that in the film. They could have but, just left it with one guy almost killed me mm-hmm. and then continue on with it. But they felt that they were able to throw mm-hmm. that in there, a, a little bit of comic relief. And it's just, yeah, I I thought it played really well. It, it probably does. Was, I mean, because it. As much as I love the film, it can become dry given the subject matter. Yeah, and, and I will say, if if you're 
going to see Lincoln, if you're in there, I think you're probably expecting that anyway. Yeah. Uh, if you've known anything about the film, like I said, I like to keep myself in the dark, but still, I wasn't expecting Die Hard, you no, know? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, lot, you have I, to be in a different frame of mind, you know? Yeah. It, you're going to sit, and you're going to learn, and you're going to <laughs> experience some things, and it may be slow in parts, but yeah. you're you're expecting that. At least to me, you should, you should be. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, but those moments are still welcome when... The tension's taken out, or there's a bit of comedy thrown in. Yeah, uh, I still appreciate that effort. Yeah. Well, I, I especially I mean, when they work as well as yeah. that scene did. Well, I went in. The only thing I knew was that it was about towards the end of Lincoln's life, and I I knew that it had something to do with the slavery aspect. So probably passing the amendment, and so a couple of people told me, you know, it's not really that much about Lincoln. It's more about the politics and all of that stuff so I went in expecting okay there's going to be a fair bit of history dumped on me there's going to be a fair bit of how this worked and then yeah those moments where it's just a silly little thing that runs for a minute and a half or whatever and all of these funny moments coming from characters that you may not even be expecting especially Lincoln I wasn't expecting some of the funny things that were coming <laughs> out of his character given how serious he is and it was very welcome, especially given the runtime. I was thinking, like, yeah, okay, this might be a bit of a drag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as much as I wanted to see the film, I was yeah. expecting it. And then moments like that really helped and mm-hmm. saw me through all the way to the end. Yeah, so. I never felt like I needed to check the time or anything <laughs> like that. Generally, that's because I had to go to the bathroom or something. <laughs> like, like, ooh, what did they say this would be over? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, just for any... Uh, movie makers out there historical dramas please have your congressional debates and scenes star wars prequel makers leave them (laughs) (laughs) so historical dramas yes star Star wars prequels no (laughs) anything that is supposed to be an action film can do without the boardroom meeting yes unless it directly now on to issue 47 (laughs) unless unless of course you have the Monty Python that the people like oh yes and people aren't wearing enough hats oh okay well let's just move on and say there's not a ship out there <laughs> and then the accountant from before bored mm. and tried to make people walk the plank I mean, uh, yeah. that is how you go about introducing a boardroom scene <laughs> into an action yeah. that was just my excuse to <laughs> slam the Star Wars prequels once more right. <laughs> that's all that was then we failed <laughs> well personally I think the best way just to slam those is to watch the first episode of Space Season 2 of course yes. the funeral pyre scene the funeral yes and that was right around that time yeah, too. That, so that the, was the, the wound is still out. fresh right. <laughs> for all of us it was fresh <laughs> okay let's not go into that dark place right, right. now well, we have to go into the other dark place of Lincoln yes well, that, yeah go ahead sir no no, you, no, no, no I lost it go ahead right. <laughs> <laughs> well I was just going to say the other main name that we haven't mentioned I figured we would probably talk a little bit about this since I think we have differing views on the guy Tommy Lee Jones as Thaddeus not so Stevens. differing perhaps but well, may, maybe in the film no but I think as a general thing you, you, you seem to be a little bit against the guy against uh, how dare you sir <laughs> <laughs> I'm nothing but a Tommy Lee Jones apologist uh, that's not true <laughs> go ahead with your Tommy Lee Jones uh, love fest well, no, and I will no. sit back quietly no no not, not a love judge. fest I <laughs> I, myself, Tommy Lee Jones, I tend to enjoy him when he's on screen in a role. I enjoyed him as Kay in The Men in Black, mainly because I enjoyed his straight-facedness, like just mm. playing. You know, the second film, you can probably take it or leave it. 
Very good in the first mm-hmm. film. I thought very good in the third film. As playing the sort of weary guy who's yeah, everything sort of landed on him. Yeah, pretty much anything I've seen him in. Yeah, I've not necessarily seen the full catalogue of Tommy Lee Jones's mm-hmm. film, but anything I've seen him in, I thought he's given a relatively good performance in. Probably held down by the source material, if I were to guess. I'm sure he's actually a very good actor. And there might have been a couple of scenes where it's like, you know, I've I've got to work with this. Okay, (laughs) doing the best he can. And then in this film, as Thaddeus Stevens, I thought, I'm going to assume that this Thaddeus Stevens is, again, relatively true to life. And probably Tommy Lee Jones, a very good (laughs) choice for the guy. Very... Pretty much very loud, outspoken voice, and in the oh, film yeah. you see you see that that can cause trouble for his. He, he was one of my favorite aspects of this movie. I, I yeah. absolutely. Uh, I will say the bags under the eyes were not meant for a movie theater. <laughs> Slightly distracting yeah. those bags under the eyes, but, but other than that, yeah. But, uh, is a wonderful character. Yeah, very good character. You you start off, you see him, and it's just assumed that he's a rival of Lincoln's, mm-hmm. and then you see all of a sudden, like actually, no, he's mm-hmm. he. If anything, he's Lincoln's he's an ally, partner. but they yeah. just go about their mission in very different ways. Yeah, they you know, they convene during the party mm-hmm. scene, and they have a a very good conversation about. You know, Thaddeus wants just more, 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 mm-hmm. more, and Lincoln's saying that like, you know we can't do it that yeah. way. It has to go and like this. I think uh, my podcasting partner will agree in not spoiling this, but all I will say is that Stevens, uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character, has a larger incentive to feel the way he feels. Yes, uh, about this issue. Yeah, that's so all yeah. I will say. Yeah, but... so- something in his life means that he wants this bill passed. Yeah, and maybe not necessarily for that reason alone, no, but no. definitely yeah. a huge part. He seemed a, a fairly liberal guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. And therefore, yeah. Yeah, black, well, yeah, black people. It, it, a shame that liberal slavery, at that yeah. time was yeah. that we should have known people. <laughs> That's a liberal idea. That's kind of upsetting in itself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that it wasn't called common sense then. Yeah. It's called being a liberal. But well, you know, uh, the biggest the biggest problem with that, of course, is in pretty much any age, you can look mm-hmm. at it and just be like, really, yeah, really, this is it's how all, it was, yeah. The Namby Pambies that are saying like, you but know, still, oh, even as that character shows, there are still people of that time that know better oh, or yeah. that know. <laughs> yeah, I, pretty much everyone on the side of Lincoln knows that you know, slavery is wrong. Yeah, you know, like, like I said, it's always been against it, and yeah, you know, getting off on. I don't want to get into too political waters, or right, I will right. get chopped down. Yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, yes, you can Tom probably Jones. guess where we lean on these yes. things. But, yes. but I will defend myself slightly by all I ever said to this man was, uh, he's hit and miss, I believe is what I said. Yes, that is what you okay. said. Okay, yes. I did not say I hate the man. No, no. I, Coal I Miner's just... Daughter, if we're going way back, fantastic <laughs> film. Yeah. And uh, The Fugitive, one of my all-time favorite action movies. Ah, yes. No Country for Old Men, as the grizzled old 
detective or sheriff or whatever he's playing in that. Loved yeah. it. Well, again, I mean, I yeah. I said I've always enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much anything I've seen him in, he's done well. He he just he maybe it's just a fault of him having such an extensive filmography yeah, that there but, are the misses in yeah, there. There's always a miss yeah. somewhere. Yeah, even Tom Hanks, the fabled Tom Hanks, he has <laughs> well, his not uh, recently. <laughs> no, 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 no. But not he, since like the eighties, man. No, I I'm I'm even going like really far back. The Dungeons and Dragons is out there to rot your brain movie that he was the star character. <laughs> and <laughs> Turner and Hooch, as much as it gets played on TNT early in the morning, <laughs> uh, not, uh, yeah. Yeah. doesn't hold up too well, dog. Uh, and he dies. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> F that movie. Uh, <laughs> Don't kill the dog, damn it. All right. It, I believe it's actually a staple in cinema. You're not allowed to do anything to a dog. Cats, however, are oh, fair shit. game. Hell yeah. <laughs> Frying by the dozen. All right. So I think we've covered Tommy Lee good uh, yes, well enough very, there. Very good, um, very good character. I will say I liked I liked seeing you see his journey through the film as well of like being brass and like everything has to go this way, and then you see that the other side know he's like this and use try and use that against him, and you see his coming to the realization of if I continue this way, this might not happen. And it, there is a fantastic scene where he he's told beforehand like you know, if anything just say you're for the legal freedom of everyone mm. like yeah. and he's going into it it's like no I will not say it and then on the day it's like I no if I say this they they win I I just can't and you see it all mm. played out yeah and it's it's such a fantastic scene yeah. like, it, it's, and especially it's when just... he gets confronted afterwards yeah about. You know, was it not having any yeah, backbone it, it or like, not standing up? Yeah, and... you, you have been like nothing but completely for the complete abolition of slavery. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, everyone, everyone is completely equal, and in there, you're nothing like that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm shot by this, and he says that, you know, you if, fool, essentially. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, if if I if I had stood there and said mm-hmm. that, this bill would not. Yeah, he was looking bigger picture and yeah. not just saying the exact words. Yeah. I, I believe he said, like, you know, for the future of this bill, and yes, I will say almost anything. <laughs> exactly, and I love that. And, yeah, so, you know, as we've been saying, fantastic all around by pretty much everyone. In yeah, the world. I just wanted to run down. Well, I'm not going to go into them, but you'll know some of these names, I guarantee you. You have John Hawks, who is familiar to me. You have Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, in a small part Bruce McGill I think is one of the best character actors and he's usually a judge in things Uh, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about I'm showing him a picture of Bruce McGill oh yeah yeah and uh, if you're a Coen Brothers fan which why aren't you if you are Tim Blake Nelson of course pops up Oh Brother Where Art Thou is in that Uh, Jared Harris from Fringe and from from uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes Sherlock Holmes does going into that does a very good Moriarty not as good as Sherlock. Would never Moriarty. have picked him for U.S. Grant, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. it only has a couple scenes, and I, I does well. I'm yeah. like, hey, that looks like Grant, and yeah. this is a, coming from a guy who loves Gettysburg, the movie Gettysburg and Gods and Generals. I think, hey, he fits right up uh, in there with those Grants, and I think those are the big ones I wanted to mention. All right, well, yeah. Oh, and oh, I, I do want to mention Hal Holbrook, uh, who's just a legendary actor, getting on in years, but he's wonderful in these small parts. Uh, he plays uh, Preston Blair, right. and a lot of you will know him from Into the Wild. I think he got a Best Supporting Actor nomination. Did not win. I can't recall who did, but uh, he's but, but just... shame on you. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like but he, he's a wonderful actor, and of course, just nothing but the same in this film. 
Yeah, Spader was fantastic. We already talked about him. And yeah. named Bilbo, which got me very excited for this Friday, <laughs> folks. <All right. laughs> Every time they said Bilbo, I'm like, Hobbit, 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 Hobbit. <laughs> and then I had to refocus on the Lincoln drop. I, I will say, just tangenting onto that, I was slightly disappointed to realize that there will be no point where Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch will be on screen together because... Benedict Cumberbatch plays two voices in the film. He is mm-hmm. not shown on screen. And I was a little bit oh, like, well. no, but whatever, you know. <laughs> uh, we can't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Martin Freeman will be playing, will mm. be on screen with the character that is voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm. That will be good enough for me, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> but mm. anyway, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> I did want to uh, talk briefly. Uh, I know we're running, maybe not slightly long. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I would assume this is accurate. Like I said, I, I did not do extensive research by any means, but I was very fascinated by Lincoln's, you might call it dirty or scheming or plotting side. Right. You, you People tend to kind of hold, put him on a pedestal, as you should. The I mean, Honest Abe. Yeah, pedestal. Honest Abe and had this kind of holier-than-thou yeah. persona. But I, I this defy you to find anyone that is like No, that. yeah, everyone has skeletons, but... But not that this was evil things. It yeah. just showed a man that was willing to do what was necessary for what he felt was right. Yeah. And by that, I mean I'm referring to him essentially buying votes in the house yeah. by I mean, offering them jobs once yeah. their terms were up. Because uh, if you if you want to go into the real nitty gritty of it, he himself does not offer the job to no, the no, candidate. No, no, no. He basically says there are 20 votes... There are a couple of continuity things that I was going to mention. This is one of them. He basically says there are 20 votes that are needed. Get them. And that, that's his sort of... Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, and his cabinet. He also yeah. has cabinet. Get them. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Stop our squabbling. Get the votes. Yeah. And yeah, one of the continuity errors that I, I noticed in the film... I, I'm hoping I just misheard a line or something, but there's one point where they say we need 20 votes. Then there's one point where another character says we just need 40 votes for the win. And then later in the film it says, we've got 13, we need 7. So either the first and the last one are wrong, or the one in the middle's wrong. But somewhere in there, they lost or gained 20 votes. Or I, I would have to rewatch the film to know yeah. what you're referring to. Maybe 40 votes met for the bill to pass, not Possibly. total votes, you know, yeah. not, Maybe. not I, just to buy yeah. votes. But, uh, again, yeah. I'm saying, I'm hoping I misunderstood yeah. that. Uh, the the mm. only other continuity thing that uh, centered on that, well, there were a couple of shots that I, I was watching it, and I thought, Really? Yeah, it's just a couple of little mistakes like uh, Lincoln when he goes to the war hospital with his son mm-hmm. and he's looking at some notes oh. and then he takes the notes and puts them in his bag and then it cuts to the shot of his son and while he's talking Lincoln takes the notes and puts them into his bag and I thought I was like, really? You couldn't have maybe let the first one run a little bit longer with the voice going yeah. and then edit it to him closing the bag. You know, I so. did, I'm glad you brought up that scene. I, I did want to bring up something uh, real quickly. I did like that scene where um, Robert is bound and determined to serve his country. Yeah. And Lincoln says, I have longed to say what many fathers have un- been unable to say. I am the commander-in-chief, and you will not. Yeah. I do not need your permission to join the army. I'm the commander-in-chief. You, you do, do need my permission. And, uh, and, yeah, and so. he, uh, I believe, slaps his yeah. son, which... I would say would have been a wonderful time to say bastard in a basket, <laughs> bastard in a basket, and would have brought the house down. Come on, oh, folks, yeah. the theater would have gone nuts. I'm just saying, Spielberg, you missed out on, yeah. or just threatening to drink his milkshake, perhaps. I yeah. don't know. Would have gotten the point across. 
All I'm saying is I love Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> when he's an oil tycoon killing people, and yeah. when he's the president of the United States, and when he's a homicidal butcher as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not, again, well, just t- touching on that scene again, something we mentioned before, it's just a fantastic scene, because, you know, Lincoln's gone in, seen the soldiers, mm-hmm. his son has seen the body parts that have been chucked away, and just saying, you know, I had to serve... And you get the typical scene of like, I want to serve. You're not allowed to serve. But just the way it's played and how it goes on, it's it's just a fantastic scene mm-hmm. between two people doing very good jobs. Someone portraying. knowing yeah. that they can't look themselves in the mirror if he doesn't serve his country, and another guy that looks himself or knows he can't look himself in the mirror if he lets his son go off and die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, a fantastic. And it's like, yeah, I I let him join. It's like, what? How good did you send us? Uh, yeah. He's nowhere near the front lines. He's helping General <laughs> yeah. the General with the mail. Like mm-hmm. he's not doing anything. Yeah. He's the president. He, yeah, he, he will not see combat if I say so. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I am hoping that was yeah. I can only imagine the sound like right, I'm I can enlist. Great. He goes in the list like, Okay, you've been served to General Ulysses S. Grant. It's like what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go, go. <laughs> Essentially, the modern day of reading his email. You'll be reading his email for him yeah. and responding. Yeah. <laughs> that was the last thing I really wanted to cover. Yeah. Um, well, the only other thing I wanted to mention. Uh, one thing I don't know if you would know as a Lincoln. Well, I'm not going to say but, but at mm. knowledgeable of Lincoln, the walk at the very end mm-hmm. when he's walking off and he's sort of almost as if he's got a bit of a limp. So up, mm-hmm. down, up, down, yeah. up, down. Is that how Lincoln walked, or is that is there any document? I don't know that? if that was just a personal choice by Daniel Day Lewis, or if that was historical based. Uh, I can't help you on that because but... I had to say I didn't notice that walk mm-hmm. throughout the rest of the film, yeah. and then it's but, uh, it's possibly yeah. my f- my favorite last line. Obviously, we all know at the end of the film. Um, he's talking to his cabinet and you realize the bill's passed like this is the point in his life where he was assassinated and then he gets told by his servant like oh the your wife's outside you need to go to the play you realize okay this is the last Mm -hmm. night of his life and it's like okay well he finally gets the gloves he's been asking for, leaves them behind. Like a, a fantastic little thing like that. And the last line that you see him give, I should mm-hmm. say, is, I guess I have to go, I wish I could have stayed longer. Yeah. I was watching that scene and you you see them looking at him as he's walking off. Mm-hmm. And like the figure that he's got everything done, this has happened. Yeah. And then it was starting to fade to black a little bit and I thought, this is possibly the best ending to any film I've ever seen. I, I, yeah, I want to jump in if I can. I will say I still, since viewing the film, I felt that way then, and I feel that way now. I think that should have been the ending to the film. It should have. Um, I, I'll be interested to know if if that was Spielberg's choice, if that was studio notes, but I, I did, I'm just interested to know. I mean, very well could be as it was written, but a lot of times I'm just suspicious because a lot of times movies... Or studios feel the need to play to the lowest common denominator yeah. for audiences to make sure everyone's in. <laughs> but everyone in that theater knows what happens to Lincoln. Yeah. You don't need to have the next scene. I, or any. I don't think you need to deal directly with the assassination at all. I mean, uh, and this didn't directly, yeah, but it no, did uh, have his yeah. passing. Well, I, again, uh, another, a good choice. If you have to go with showing roughly what happened, they don't show his theater. They show which, the theater his son. Which is kind of like a weird fake out. I don't uh, know why you're doing a fake out at that yeah, point. Um, and it, like, yeah, I did, some action's going to happen, but not in this theater. Yeah, yeah it's like you, you're seeing a... Oh, yeah. and, and that was true his son was 
at an opera the same night, uh, yeah, like at another theater. <laughs> so you're seeing his son there. Like I, I didn't, I didn't know that his son was at a different theater. Yeah. And then like so they're going, oh, and then curtain come down. It's like, did they just change history here? Yeah. And, then the, and then the guy mm. runs out like, the president's been shot. Yeah. In, in a like, like if, if there's anyone you want to criticize for his acting, I think that guy. <laughs> <laughs> the president has been shot. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let me go again. Let me go again. <laughs> line, <laughs> line. <laughs> <laughs> And then the you president see... <laughs> has been shot. <laughs> There's your winner. <laughs> president been shot. I hate that cliche. <laughs> Let's meet him at the pass. <laughs> and you get to see the son's reaction. I thought an interesting choice to go with, like seeing the son's reaction yeah. to the news. And then you see the funeral and you get to hear... Obviously, Daniel Day Lewis giving the last speech he gave was it? I, the, I believe, yeah, yeah, like the, his second address or whatever mm-hmm, it was, yeah. like the last proper big speech he gave. And I don't know if it was verbatim or not. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't sure, be surprised yeah. given it. It doesn't seem that long when you're sitting in the cinema, and I, I didn't even think. Like I, I would have thought Abraham Lincoln, given the big, the fact that he gave some big historical speeches, I just assumed they would be long. Like, <laughs> and no, watching this just... film, this guy is not for longevity. This no, is no, he, uh... he's about getting the maximum amount out of words. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, maximum effectiveness. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, some people could definitely learn from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and, I still feel that would have been such yeah. a beautiful ending to the film. Just have him walking off, and we know it happens. Yeah. And, and well, even that, I I felt that not having the speech that he gave, like maybe maybe they'd move that to just like you hear for like Fade to Black, you hear some of the audio from that fade mm-hmm. into the meeting he's having mm-hmm. before he goes to the play. Mm-hmm. Like I I wish they'd have kept his last scene spoken See, line well, as his last line in the film because I I think that would have even with the other scenes that would have just had the impact See, of this is the last thing what, so. what I sensed was that or what I sensed what they were going for is that his words live on and his actions more so yeah I think that's kind of the placement of that I, I get why it's there mm. I just feel that as a body of work again as you're saying like Chop not having that scene where they're dealing mm-hmm. with it, just having mm-hmm. him walking away and that just being the last scene with, yeah. with those words being uh-huh. the last words spoken. I think that would have made this film just dip, like pro- probably in top three for me. Like if, if they'd gone with that, like if they chopped it there, if they yeah. made the right. I, I would say the right choice. <laughs> I there. still feel like, well, that's you know. Like you feel you're making that movie and you feel like you're building to a conclusion and you have to have that, you know, well, what's the movie if we don't have that last conclusion? Yeah. But I still feel it would have played very well yeah, uh, without, I mean, you know. And, and like I said, I said to you at the time, I'm, I I still feel there was no way to directly deal with the assassination. No. You would lose the entire audience Yeah, um, I mean, for so, having that much of a beloved and charismatic and captivating yeah. character and played... By those exact same adjectives of that actor, you can't on screen assassinate yeah. that man. <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I, I was thinking, I was thinking about it earlier. The only way you could have possibly done it, showing his assassination, as it were, is you see the stage, mm-hmm. the camera pans, you see Lincoln, camera keeps panning to just past his head, 
and then slow motion you see yeah it would have to be old style old style filmmaking where you <laughs> yeah. you don't show it you just see the gun drawn yeah you, you, see, know, you see the something. gun you see Boo's face and uh-huh. and then yeah. cut to maybe the son learning like yeah. maybe, you know. but even that I would have felt yeah. uncomfortable with you yeah. know I mean yeah, I'm just thinking the only way yeah. they could have possibly gone with it and as you say even that might be pressing it that, that's really pushing the envelope there yeah it's yeah. It's just kind of you're, you're losing <laughs> the people that have been with you for two and a half hours. Uh, so, but th- I think they dealt with it if you're going to in the best way you could. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, second best way, not having that. <laughs> well, I said, I said, if they're dealing with, if you're yeah. going to have it, if you insist on it. Yeah, um, it, if it has to be in the film, yeah, you did well. And well, it, <laughs> by no means did it make me change my opinion. No, I, you know. It, yeah, definitely not an opinion. Just uh, oh, they could have done it just that much better. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just that little, mm-hmm. just that little slight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great ending, and then it's Lord of the Rings, and you have twelve more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. oh, they've done the ring. Oh, they're back at the shire. Oh, they're uh, still going. Now they're at a boat. <laughs> now it's his and... uncle's ending. Now it's Frodo's ending. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, now sounds at the college. Credits! Yay! <laughs> yeah. People were betting in the aisles. Is this the ending? Is this it? I'll double down. All right. um, but no, not quite. Yeah. Not nearly that bad. And I love those films, but I should say. Well, but, yeah. I don't know. Shall we get on with the ratings? Sir? I believe we should. All right. Who should who should go first? Um, I. Uh, I'll go first. No. All right. Let's yeah. Let's not hold up the right, yeah, anticipation yeah, any longer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 all right. Me. Uh, Wait. Uh, okay. All right. Go yeah. ahead. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. Go. <laughs> Wait. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, my personal rating. I yeah. I'm giving it a rating of what I think I would tell people to go and see, and it is very high. Like mm-hmm. this, this film is one of the best films I've seen. Period. Just in terms of how the film is, like the acting in it, mm-hmm. like there's not much about this film that I haven't already said. You know, continuity areas, little yeah. The ending that I can criticize. <laughs> and this is a very good body of work. I have actually gone with a rating for the general recommendation of minus naught point three, which is you know quite <laughs> quite high out there and actually might be. Point one higher than mm. I gave the Dark Knight Rises, and I'm okay wow. with that. <laughs> You're okay with that? Wow. I, I am actually okay with that. I mean, Dark Knight Rises was a fantastic film. It just for me had a little, had a couple more mm. niggly bits in there. And as a personal rating, I actually would push it higher to a minus zero point two. Just, just because, like, I mean, if that ending was different, I'd have forgiven everything and given mm. it a, the highest rate. Given it a zero, high, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe, I maybe. Well. It, it definitely would have been a point one, if not the zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it was, it's mm-hmm. such a fantastic. It, I was captivated by the film. I was yeah. not expecting that, and yeah. yeah, it drew me in. It was yeah. fantastic. I, I, I really don't know what else to say yeah, about I, going I, into what we've already been. I into. definitely <laughs> went in expecting to like it, hoping I'd love it, yeah. but expecting to like it. I mean. I'm a history buff, as I've said many times on this yeah. podcast, and so I knew I'd be in for that. Yeah. Uh, so they'd have me there, and I, I love Lincoln as well, so I'd be in for that. Yeah. And I had Daniel Day-Lewis, who I was fairly <laughs> confident would not fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Confirmed yeah. on that one. Very much so. Uh, but so, 
when it was all was said and done, I could not have been happier. Yeah. I and I do want to say as much shit that we have to wade through as far as quality of films are concerned in this day. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a relief that big studios and big directors can still turn out pretty fantastic art. Yeah. That's reassuring to me. They're not... I know they're still looking for money. I still know it's a business. I'm not naive on that front. But it's not all sequels and not all dredge and remakes. Well, very quickly, I mean, the budget for this was, what, 50 to 60 million. It's Mm -hmm. so far made just under $100 million, Mm -hmm. so it's made its money back. And And it's going to do just probably just as much on VOD and Blu-ray. Unfortunately, we live in an age where Twilight is considered the height of you know this blockbuster summer winter whatever like, i mean i have heard the last film was quite good <laughs> i i i, I am care. intrigued enough to watch it i will say i will watch it only I, because of yeah. the action i've heard of I, I i will not but i will just take whatever you say i, I will give you book. the full book report or film uh, report on it as it yeah. were I, but, yeah, just, yeah hollywood more of this please yeah <laughs> and, and I really have felt in like the last five to ten years, it, their great movies have been few and far between. Yeah, and uh, I'm hoping we're coming out of that. So, there are still those great directors out there. Yeah, you, you know Christopher Nolan and the Coen Brothers and Spielberg here. Yeah, kind of shows you can still get it done. And yeah, uh, when not associated with Lucas, <laughs> when, when not fucking with his old works. <laughs> oh my God! There yeah. He yeah. <laughs> Please leave your pieces in the past to speak for themselves yes. let them know shinless list too please uh, i was referring more to the et no, I, tamperings I, and uh and i the, know but the, given, the, given yeah. that they went and gave indiana jones another sequel yeah, i yeah, wouldn't yeah, be surprised yeah. but uh yeah for me who is a big independent film fan and like i've said before there's just as much crap in that <laughs> side of things as there are in the big budget productions but very happy that something that's playing in this many screens can be this high quality. Yeah. I uh, typically have, I've become a little pessimistic and uh, oh, disenfranchised yeah. <laughs> and thought, well, if I just have a decent time, I'll, I'll like the, you know, that's a good night for me. Yeah. And I was happy to have this experience. Uh, yeah. Fair and uh, <laughs> for that, I'm not trying to top you. This is my honest feelings. No, yeah. uh, minus point one. Wow. Okay, yeah, I, I can see one. it. I, uh, I believe that. I rated The Dark Knight minus point two, which is previously yeah, my highest. So. I know we didn't officially cover it on a podcast, Not but yet. I referenced it in our Dark Knight Rises our, yeah. when the podcast rose. But I believe that was my highest rating I have ever mentioned. And yeah, minus yeah. point one. I, I, can, this I can see May exactly why, age, yeah. May, I may have to re-rate this in five years. Yeah. I may still be a little dreamy-eyed over it. <laughs> But I don't think so. No, yeah, and it, this film, you know, there are films that you go back to and you think, like, oh, it's not as good as, as I originally thought. But I think, you know, as we said, Daniel Day-Lewis is Lincoln. It, and Tommy Lee Jones gives a fantastic mm-hmm. performance as Thaddeus Stevens. And with the exception of that one guy announcing that the president's been shot, not a single drop <laughs> ball in the entire film. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah and the settings like they, they don't bother going with like big extravagant setting because it wasn't that like that back just then. yeah i did want to kind of close on that that this would work so wonderfully well adapted as a play because you could have small yeah. sets it's all pretty much lincoln 
Yeah, there are a very few scenes that he's not a part of. Yeah, I mean, just a few set changes, it would work wonderful as a three act play, Uh, and I I would be the first in line to buy that ticket. I I, I could even see at at the end when the referendum being voted on, sorry, the amendment being voted Mm. on, and Lincoln isn't there, but I could still see like the entire stage set up by like, and then the guy has to run to Lincoln. You just run to the corner Mm -hmm. of the stage, and it just lights up, and there's Lincoln Mm -hmm. at the desk. Like, is it okay? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, kind of the backwards of Glengarry Glen Ross, which existed as a play first and was turned into a film. Yeah, uh, this I very much think could go the other way. I don't know. It just it has those scenes. It's just yeah. dialogue and dialogue and dialogue. And if you love dialogue, yeah. <laughs> you love this movie. Yeah, proper intelligent dialogue. Yeah, as well. Yeah. Not not just like... not Jack Reacher <laughs> witty witty one liner dialogue. Yeah, uh, yeah. We will not be covering that. Just yeah. spoiler alert for you, sir. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even sure I want to see that one. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, and gave me old Jack Reacher the other night. That's what that sounds like. But uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, minus point one for me. Minus point minus oh, point three. Minus for me. Well, oh, point oh, uh, uh, yeah. oh, I yes, should sorry. say. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Zero point three zero point one. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. If we correct. just say point. There's a zero in front of it. Oh, okay. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I don't know. I think yeah. that's going to nearly wrap it up for us. Yes, very, very much so. I think we've covered almost everything we could probably cover from this one. Yes. Thank you for hanging on, those who have. <laughs> Thank you very much. I will quickly do the thing. Follow us on Twitter at Blokebusters, yes, Facebook.com slash Blokebusters. Mm-hmm. We have the email blokebusterpodcast at gmail.com or there's contact at blokebuster.me, M-E. <laughs> That's the new one. Anyone out there, maybe I, I don't want to speak for you, but if you have perhaps themed ideas or, you know, occasionally yeah. we, we're not doing new films, but if you want to see us tackle maybe a certain director you think we like or that you like or an actor or a genre in the near future we would be definitely willing i think to listen to those suggestions oh, yeah. any and all comments suggestions yeah well, just send them in <laughs> exactly <laughs> correct our mistakes we will love that oh and, yes uh, and i'm sure we'll possibly read them out maybe on maybe the podcast. yeah <laughs> I, yeah, I yeah, don't mind. I, I, I pretend I do not pretend to know entirely what I'm talking about most of the time. Yeah, I barely yeah. know my own name, sir. <laughs> yes, we've covered that. <laughs> All right. Any sign off for you, sir? I think we now have pretty much covered everything. All right. Well, that's right. going to do it for me. I've been Brian, and I've been Paul. And just remember that old famous Lincoln quote: "Be excellent to each other, and party on, dudes!" Thanks, folks. <laughs>